0: This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today we are talking about iPhone problems with their batteries and the release of the Apple HomePod, which is coming out this week, and other Apple news. Let's get started. Apple slowed down older iPhones at the end of 2017 in order to keep up with declining batteries. However, it didn't disclose this fact to users. Could you imagine being one of these people? You wake up one day and your phone starts just functioning slower right off the bat, you might think the phone's old, you might think that you need to upgrade, whatever you think, if you act on those thoughts, and then later you realize, oh wait, my phone wasn't old, my phone wasn't acting up, it was just the the master controller, the parents, the people who I thought were the good guys, Apple, they just slowed down my phone, why didn't they tell me about that? You know, if you tell people that you're going to slow down their phones, they might be able to react a little bit better and to be able to make a more informed decision, but instead, keeping people in the dark causes... Lack of communication, lack of clarity, and lack of flexibility on a lot of your consumers and you yourself as a company. So, Apple's had a lot of legal troubles now as a result of not disclosing that fact to users and just going ahead and slowing down those phones. And uh, battery replacements originally cost $79, were dropped down to $29, but some people paid the $79 price before Apple slashed slashed the prices down to $29. In a letter addressed to the Senate Commerce Committee on February 2nd, Apple is now considering offering rebates for battery replacements to customers who replaced their iPhone batteries before it slashed price replacement fees by $50. Apple also says it would never intentionally shorten the life of its products to drive customers to upgrade. I think we got to take this at face value here. Although it's easy to be cynical and to assume that Apple is making a conspiracy they're trying to cover stuff up and they are truly just really hungry for dollars and are trying to force people to upgrade. Um, Until the evidence proves so we really do need to or I need to stay behind Apple and just trust what they say that they're not intentionally forcing people to upgrade but instead they're doing this for the life of their products they're doing this uh, for overall product quality and that slowing down phones with older batteries is actually going to improve the lifespan of those products overall. If that's the case and Apple Uh, Should reveal their scientific knowledge so that we can all see that for ourselves and that this wasn't just a marketing decision Overall, this has me wondering about the overall battery market because having battery issues seems to be a thing with phones We had the note Samsung note 6 I want to say that had the exploding batteries and that was terrible and now we're a few years later one year later Maybe time passes by fast and Apple's having not similar problems, but they are also having battery problems. As phones continue to progress, technology gets more advanced, and we're trying to cram more and more tech, sensors, batteries, and other hardware into these phones that are getting smaller and smaller. Well, they're hovering about the same size, I guess, but we're cramming more hardware into the same space. Are batteries an aspect that are improving, or are batteries going to continue to offer problems to us? Like, what? why are we hitting these issues of batteries always acting up? Why are batteries seem to be a common source of error in iPhones and other phones in general? And are we going to continue to see batteries be an issue in the future of hardware? I'd like to think no. Moore's Law and other laws in technology have me thinking that technology progresses at such an advanced rate and our increased ability to augment our work using technology and artificial intelligence solves a lot of the issues that we don't even know that we're hitting yet and using using solutions that we don't know exist yet. Batteries might be a short-term problem, and the solution might not be within our grasp, but I think with the help of technology, we're going to be able to get over this hump and make products that are less faulty and less buggy overall so that humans can learn to trust them rather than continuing to doubt how well companies who are, industry, who are world leaders such as Apple so we can have less buggy hardware so that customers can appreciate these companies rather than continue to see them as these cynical overlords. Apple's also had some calling problems. On the iPhone 7, there is a no service bug where even if you've got service, you'll see no service up in the top left corner where you would usually see your service provider. Why would that happen, you ask? Well, it's actually a part of the defective component in the main logic board. And you can check if your phone has this problem. If you if you don't already know by looking up in the top left corner, check right now real quick for me. Check to see if it says no service. And if it does say no service, um, then you might be one of the people affected. You can check if your phone has a defective component. Uh, just by flipping over your phone, if you've got a case, take off your case and just read the product number on the back. Product numbers that were affected by this defective component, which prints no service and has call issues... Uh, Those models, those product numbers are A1660, A1780, and A1779. If you have any of those, uh, talk to Apple customer support and they will be able to help you make some fixes and to get... I don't want to make any promises that I can't keep, but to help you out and hopefully give you a replacement or some sort of fix for the hardware. In addition to the iPhone 7 calls, we've got problems with the iPhone X calling. Gosh. Um, if you've got an incoming call on the iPhone X, you might not see it at all. And that's a problem because the, one of the main reasons people buy phones is to take and make phone calls. So if your phone is not showing you 50% of that equation, any of your received calls, uh, your phone's not necessarily uh, executing on its stated purpose. The reason that this problem is happening is with the touchscreen surprisingly to me at least when you receive an incoming call affected devices don't light up for 10 seconds so the touch although you are receiving the call your touch screen just doesn't light up it can take up to 10 seconds for their screen to turn on with uh to reveal the incoming call and 10 seconds is going to be too late for you to be able to answer that call successfully iPhone X is their new device. Um, You'd expect that over time products continue to get better, especially because they're all built off of the same operating system and the software itself isn't changing. So the hardware is what's making this difficult and Apple has a lot in their backlog right now of things to do and the iPhone X being its newest device, you don't want to be seeing problems like this. Apple, Yeah, Apple needs to fix this iPhone X calling problem, well, the touchscreen problem, so that way people can have full call functionality. As a base function of the use of a phone, this should be a high concern for Apple, and it appears to be, because of the number of news sources that I saw this issue on. It seems like Apple is taking this into consideration on top of the other issues that they've been facing, and they're working on it. (laughs) And the Apple HomePod ships this week. It's taken them long enough, they have promised releases for a while now, I did an episode on smart speakers at the end of 2017, when Apple first pushed back their release, cause Apple was talking about having it open for the holiday sales of 2017, which obviously didn't happen, and I think hurt them seriously in the long term battle for voice assistance. Uh, So again, Apple HomePod is going to be shipping this week, and uh, it seems like the reviews that have come out so far are very positive on the sound quality. Apple HomePod appears that it's going to be good for sound quality and very bad at everything else. It's powered by Siri, which is a very not-intelligent smart assistant. Comparatively to Alexa, who is Amazon's smart assistant, and Google Assistant, who is Google's smart assistant, Siri is not able to answer any basic questions, not able to perform simple calendar functions, is really only baked into the Apple ecosystem of things, and does not talk well with other uh, other services. One service that I really enjoy using is Spotify, and if you want to use Spotify on the Apple HomePod, well, because the HomePod is great at serving up music, you have to do some weird hacking with your AirPlay in order to airdrop it. Or do something with AirDrop. I don't have Apple products, but AirPlay is definitely needed. Yeah, in order to use spotify it's not you can't just set up spotify directly into the home pod right now you have to go through a couple extra steps in order to get it set up but it's shipping out this week which is great because people can finally start to see what it's about if you go online and you look up a home pod review you will get an in-depth breakdown of what makes its music uh, so powerful and that's the the biggest reason you would go and buy a home pod right now at almost at 350 bucks it is a pretty high price point comparatively to any other smart speaker uh even the only thing that comes close to that is the google home max everything else is under the hundred dollar or right around the hundred dollar price point point. and even the small versions to get a base version of a smart speaker into your home right now or to get a smart assistant the average cost is about 30 bucks right now so you could buy 11 smart speakers for the cost of one apple home pod and with that buying 11 you would at least have the ability to add events and to ask for a recipe and to get a response whereas with Siri you really don't get much functionality outside of music control so if you're really built in and baked in and you love the Apple ecosystem and you love your music buy the Apple HomePod if you're willing to spend the the $350 cash if you want a smart assistant I would if you want a smart assistant capable of doing anything on top of doing music I would not buy the Apple HomePod right now I would wait until Apple decides whether or not it wants to improve its Siri smart assistant or if it's just going to provide a subpar smart speaker or see how Apple makes a difference in this market. I would love to see the fact that Apple's approaching the smart speaker market late as their opportunity to change it for whatever reason they see. Apple deals with a different clientele and a different subset of the smart speaker market than Amazon and Google do. And the way that they market this to clientele and the different features that they start to make as the core principles of the platform could be different. Apple can use this app as an opportunity or they can simply try to catch up to Amazon and Google in the race for the smartest assistant. I think that's a losing battle for them. And instead, I think they should go and innovate and try to do something different, create their own path. That way, Apple and Google can get scared and try to chase them rather than Google trying to play this game of catch-up, which they j- they really just can't scale at the rate that Amazon and Google have been. In my opinion, I think Google and Amazon have too big of a lead for Apple to be able to catch up at this point in the market. Not in the smart speaker game. No siree. Apple, you go and innovate. Don't try to catch up. Apple has had a lot of... Issues recently, we've seen these battery problems, and we've seen call issues on the iPhone 7, call issues on the iPhone 10. Positives though, they're releasing the HomePod this week. Maybe this is a little uh, smoke and mirrors to try to distract from everything else that's going bad for them. But Apple overall is not doing incredibly well. I was watching their 2018 conference, and all of the new things that they're releasing don't seem super incredible to me. I'm not incredibly excited to see what Apple's coming out with right now, but. I cannot deny that they are an industry leader as a platform there are tons of people who who own iphones they have a giant market share and there are an even larger number well not an even larger number there's a massive proportion of developers strictly developing for ios and apple devices so apple's definitely not going to die anytime in the near future but are they going to continue to be this industry leader that we've seen who created the iphone the first real powerful smartphone who created Massive innovations in the music industry with their iPod devices. Apple has been a great innovator in the tech age, but will they continue to be? I think that Steve Jobs did a great job of leading Apple and did a great job of being the leader of the company, both as its founder and also as the driving force behind its philosophy. I think once Steve Jobs died, the company lost the spark, which provided a lot of its ability to succeed over the past decades. Now that other people are taking over and trying to drive the company, there are different philosophies at the helm, which inspire different business models and different economic activity and ways that research and development is conducted, as well as general day-to-day business. As a result, we have seen less innovation on the side of Apple that truly touches and inspires humanity. The HomePod was built as a reaction to... Other smart speaker devices they've continued to release computers which fill the same niche that they've filled for years as, as well as phones and the last true innovation that Apple had was the uh, dropping of the headphone port to fully adopt Bluetooth and that was an adoption that not a ton of future not a ton of customers liked so that is the only and an additional innovation that they had was the smartwatch they really came out and made a good smartwatch. They weren't the first in the field, but they produced the first real commercial um, consumer smartwatch and that isn't even necessarily catching on. Uh, it's been a couple years now and not, it, we, I, I don't wear a smartwatch. Most of my tech friends don't wear smartwatches and they seem just overall to be a failed product, at least right now. I'm waiting to see additional functionality and the capabilities of smartwatches that will make it something that is worth it for me to purchase. But I still don't have any need or reason to buy a smartwatch. Um, anything that I would want to do on my phone, I will do on my phone. And any notifications that I receive, I would want to see on my phone. And I wouldn't want to be physically attached to them with a watch that vibrates on my hand. The the current niche that smartwatches fill, I could see being filled by smart glasses. In the episode released yesterday on what company was it? What company was it? Intel. On Intel smart glasses, uh, the Vance. Those, I think, are a great alternative to, can be, will be a good alternative to smartwatches, and those are a technology that I'm trying to follow. Smartwatches, I'm not sure Apple made the right, uh, made the right investment there. So I think leadership is going to determine whether or not Apple is going to continue to be a great company. Right now, Apple is a closed platform. You need to get me as a developer. I need to get approval in order to develop and release apps on their platform. as Andro- Meanwhile, Android makes it free for me to release and publish applications onto their store. The overall ecosystem of Apple is very elite and very exclusive and closed off. And... As long as they continue to create devices that appeal to an upscale, high-class market, they'll continue to be able to capitalize on that market. But right now, as I just finished stating, they're not innovating anymore. And rich people, people of this high class, want new technology. They want exciting technology. And if Apple can't innovate, if they can't continue to create new things, if all that they're doing is are minor maintenance and performance improvements, I doubt they're going to see any sort of long-term pop, long-term uh, fan base or long-term user base on the iPhone platform. Again, Apple is one of the industry leaders and there's no sign that they're going to go away in the near future, but will they remain a leader in the tech industry? That's questionable and in my opinion, they won't unless serious changes happen from the leadership. So. That's what's going on with Apple recently. If you've got any opinions or any questions, be sure to call in. Otherwise, I will catch you tomorrow.